Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nochel Prano. Good evening, Andy. Oh, the evening shows are back. We say it every time, Joe, but it is a different energy and vibe when we're especially live. the Thursday shows. Yeah. Now Sunday night. That's got a specific vibe Wednesday before the Thursday. What would be a Thursday morning show? Also a different vibe. But tonight, an even more different vibe. Because we, I, I said to you before the show, this is one of the most busy shows I think we've ever had. As far as the star power, the discussions. I know. It's crazy. And I'm, I'm going to dive right in. Like, you don't know. And it's weird because everything I've said would make you think otherwise. But I also need to announce that I am not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. Why would you think I was? Just because I said I was for months and months and months. What is going on with why is the world losing its mind? Honestly, I feel like sports right now is just. It, it, it's just falling right in with it used to be sports. We're like, we all, we, we just have sports, you know, all that's going on in the world, baseball, Ray, baseball, you know, wars are fought and, and depression happens and blah, blah, blah. But baseball, Ray, baseball goes on. It's like now sports are just as insane as everything else. Well, drunk, drunk murders and unvaccinated and Jesus. Well, I, I think, Obviously, we're in a worldwide pandemic, and that's caused people to lose their minds. You, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. and I was saying this to somebody the other day. The, the pandemic has taught me. I guess I can't speak for other countries because I haven't been to another country, but I would say in America and I have probably other countries like we can't handle this shit, I think, as, as humans. Like I'm saying when I say we all of us, including myself, I, I think. We have shown how pathetic we are. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna be harsh on us. And, and I was saying to somebody, I go, if you really think about it, obviously people are gonna disagree on certain things. But at the end of the day, when all this stuff happened and everything was shut down, like you had unlimited Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and Tiger King, and we. Still just came out of this crazier than ever. And, and dude, I do jokes about it. And I know there's a few dirt balls who have come to shows over the last six months or so, where everything's been back. It was like, I loved it. What did I do? I just take up golf and exercise a little bit more and hang out. And like, I'm, I'm not one of those comedians who's just like, Oh, I can't get on stage and talk about myself. I'm going to die. Like, it was just like, Oh, what are you going to do? I guess I just, I guess I just got it. You know, it's like a forced vacation almost. Yeah. 
Well, I, I feel like that's the way to approach all of this stuff, too, that none of these guys are doing. It's just like, I know I'm a sheep that just like had to accept my fate or whatever, but it's just like, you don't, the world is full of like stresses. You don't have to create them for yourself. Yeah, I think the Aaron Rodgers that well, first of all, the Aaron Rodgers situation is is shock. It's shocking to me, to be honest. I don't want to be dramatic, but it is like I didn't know I was gone all day. I came home. I was sitting in the toilet. I'm on Twitter. I texted you. I'm like, what? What is happening? Aaron Rodgers has COVID and he basically lied that he got vaccinated. I think that's obviously the biggest thing. Like, yes, you can get COVID if you're vaccinated. Sure. And, and, and whether he was vaccinated or he wasn't vaccinated, he's going to be fine. He's an athlete in his thirties. He's likely going to be fine no matter what his vaccination status is. But, to, but, but him doing him going full Bill Clinton with the I is, didn't inhale and I yeah. did not have sexual relations with that woman with like I'm immunized. And, and then and like he clearly went out of his way to lie. Well, I'll just read verbatim what you're talking about. Asked on August 26th if he was vaccinated, Rogers Tur told reporters this is verbatim. Yeah, I've been immunized. There's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. And here is the two things. So first of all, I have it here. Like the, the one thing about this is you read it. Reading it is different than hearing it. So like he also replies, yeah, and then says the thing. So it's like, yeah, I've been immunized. Like he says, you know what I mean? He and he asks if he's vaccinated. He you can hear him answer, yeah. That's saying, yeah, I am immunized. And then it's like, only now does that seem like he did he said that on purpose. But but he didn't ask, he asked you if you're vaccinated. You said yeah. Here, here it is. I'll play it again. I, I pulled it up. This is a quick five seconds. This is when asked directly if he had been vaccinated. Some vaccinations. Yeah, I've been immunized. Play it again. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Are you and then he goes on, when what's your stance? Like you said, he talks about players and personal decisions. And the other tweet that was pro football talk said Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated. In August, he created the clear impression that he is. Throughout the preseason, he repeatedly violated protocol by not wearing a mask on the sidelines when not in uniform, presumably to bolster his ruse. So he went out of the way to make it seem as though he was vaccinated. And again, he's going to be healthy. He's going to be fine. Not a big deal. But he can't just get two positive COVID or two negative COVID tests and play this weekend like he could have if he were vaccinated. Now, we can argue whether or not these rules make sense and blah, 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 blah. And listen, I think fucking Kirk Cousins 
pull, like not getting vaccinated so he can like his dad can steal money from a church like a you know to get people to who believe in the bearded cloud man in the sky and Carson Wentz who you know doesn't want to get vaccinated because he thinks it's going to scare the deer that he hunts or whatever and Kyrie Irving not wanting to get vaccinated because they put small particles of fucking moon dust in there and whatever that's fine but those guys also owned it for the dumbest fucking reasons but they owned it and I have said before I don't hate Kyrie Irving's Irving not getting vaccinated for the reason that he has said, as opposed to, again, when we listen to Jonathan Isaac, who was like, well, well, you know, I haven't done my research. Well, great. You're an NBA player, not a scientist. But Kyrie Irving just being like, I don't think you should force me to. Okay, you're earning it. Aaron Rodgers lying about it is a fucking dick move. So. According, I'm, I'm, I was watching before the show, Ian Rappaport on Pat McAfee's show today. And Ian Rappaport, an NFL reporter for the NFL Network, said the Packers have known for a very long time that Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. And he said Rodgers was following COVID-19 protocols for the unvaccinated. Again, I've seen other reports like you're saying that he wasn't at times. Uh, to be honest, I don't really care about those because, like you said, I think a lot of the protocols are ridiculous myself. But the point is, is it's it's not whether or not he's making people around him unsafe because he's unvaccinated. I don't care about any of that stuff. What I care about is if you aren't vaccinated and act like you are, then you know exactly what you're doing and you're being too cowardly to own it that you're you're being too much of a coward to get on tv and say no i'm not vaccinated and i think that i should have that right to because this isn't the nba you don't have to he doesn't have to be vaccinated and he doesn't have to be vaccinated to play in a game and he doesn't have to be whatever there are guys who aren't but like own it yeah well he that's what he it, it's obvious aaron Rodgers didn't want to deal with all the blowback of not getting vaccinated that's obvious and, and and honestly it's when thinking you're smarter than everyone goes wrong because he thought he could pull the wool over everybody's eyes and just pretend he was and not have to deal with it until he got covid yeah and also dude you're going out to fucking halloween parties and you're dressed up as john wick and you're fucking blah 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 like we are still in a pandemic like you said like the chances of you getting it were decent if you just act as though it's not a thing. If you're not masking for the sole purpose of not seeming like you're not vaccinated, if you're just going about your life, like, I mean, again, he's going to be fine. And then, so my big problem with it is you're a coward because you're too afraid to stand up for what you believe in. You're lying to your teammates and just, the public at large. And again, I got vaccinated to watch a sporting event, not playing it. I just still believe with all that we know about it, knowing with almost 100% certainty that absolutely nothing is going to go wrong. Should you get vaccinated that not doing it just for the sake of your teammates and for the sake of winning a Super Bowl makes you a selfish asshole. 
I did not get vaccinated because I was worried about getting sick. And I did not get vaccinated because I was worried about getting anybody else sick. I got vaccinated for a completely selfish reason of I don't want to have to deal with not being vaccinated to do all this shit. And I've talked to smart people who tell me there's honestly absolutely no chance of anything affecting me negatively if I get it. Well, look, you know, things can happen and, and, and that's the very 0.00 whatever percent. Like that's, that's a whole other discussion of people who have had adverse side effects to the vaccine, but I don't really care about that. To be honest, all I care about is here we are talking about this again and here now the Packers coming off their best win of the season, uh, huge. We were just we, we look at us Monday. We were so happy about Aaron Rodgers, and we were saying, I was saying on all this very show, I was saying I like him more and more. He's such a likable guy because he is. He's I'm extra- a, I've been an Aaron Rodgers stand for as long as Aaron Rodgers has been playing in the NFL, and I would argue, you know, he was right up there, definitely top three MVP candidate, and now they have a huge game against Kansas city. Who's obviously not playing that well, even though they won Kansas city is fighting for their lives and we don't get, you know, as a, as just a fan of the game that we both are, it just sucks. We don't get Mahomes, and they've never played together. I think it's each other. I don't think Yeah, we don't get Mahomes Rogers. It sucks that we don't get Mahomes Rogers and as, as football fans. It, if they, if they lose this game, we like right now they are fighting for, the number one seed. The number one seed. So you potentially lose this game. You potentially have to deal with all of this now. You have to deal with, did you lie? What the, why aren't you vaccinated? Blah, blah, blah. Like my point, again, I go back to the thing. I appreciate Kyrie Irving being like, I'm not fucking doing it. And if it means I can't play, then I can't play. Now, do I think he's an idiot? Yeah, but I, but he is owning his idiocy and he is willing to pay the consequences for it. Aaron Rodgers isn't doing that and doesn't make a decision. His decision is not what I am going to. You hear it all the time. I will do whatever it takes to win a championship. No, you won't. No, you won't. The end. No, you won't. Get vaccinated. It helps you win a championship. No, you won't. If I was in the NFL and they said to me, there's a minor chance of a side effect, but if you get COVID, you could probably play the same week if you're vaccinated. If you get COVID when you're unvaccinated, you absolutely can't play that week. I'd be like, well, this is stupid. There's only fucking 17 games. Of course I'm going to do it. Do anything to win a championship. So the protocol for the NFL, unvaccinated players such as himself have to go into isolation for 10 days. Right. Otherwise, it's two negative COVID tests and you're immediately available to play again. And by being unvaccinated... Now, other people have had close contact with an unvaccinated player. I'm shocked, dude. All these rules are stupid. That's fine. But there's a million stupid rules in the NFL. Yeah, I I really am shocked. 
I'm just shocked that. I mean, what do you I mean? I can't taunt people. It's my personal freedom to taunt people. Dude, the taunting rule is stupid, but you can't do it. And if you do it every play for your own personal gain, you're affecting your team. It's the exact same thing. It is so stupid and so selfish that he did it and lied about it. Yeah, I'm real curious. I, you, you, you know, my curiosity with how I haven't really read too much the reactions from the fans because he is overwhelmingly a huge fan favorite. He does all the State Farm commercials. He was trying to become the next host of Jeopardy. He's a likable, charismatic, good-looking, amazing football player. Like, he has everything going for him. I, I'm curious how it's going to be now. Are, are people just going to turn on him? Is is State Farm? I mean, I'm being serious when I say this. Is State Farm having a panic attack because they've already ordered God knows how many millions of commercials, millions of dollars worth of commercials to air? Listen, certainly think certainly questions that Aaron Rodgers' agents are asking themselves right now. And listen. His State Farm commercials and all that, and he's dating an actress and the Jeopardy thing and whatever. What I like about Aaron Rodgers is he seems like a down-to-earth dude. Yeah. In his own kind of weird way. And he's a great quarterback. And to me, if they lose this game this week, it's hard not to blame him for it personally. Talk about a rough position for Jordan Love getting his first start with all these other questions. It's not because of an Aaron Rodgers injury. Now the Packers as a team and as a quarterback, he's going to have to put all that aside. Go in to Kansas City. It's in Kansas City, correct? Mm -hmm. And win on the road. Isn't this the same thing? As like Madison Bumgarner, like crashing a fucking dirt bike. Isn't this the same thing? Like you chose to put yourself in this position. Yeah. Is, is it, is it any worse? Like, would he be, would it be any worse if he had gone skiing this week and, you know, Sprained his wrist. Well, he definitely, obviously, he did. He made a deliberate decision. You, can't, you just can't lie about it, man. I I, I do agree. You know, if, if you're not going to get vaccinated, fine. I don't care. That's your prerogative. You do it. Everyone has their own reasons. I mean, just gonna, own it. Yeah, I'm not going to debate that. Just, just own it, man. And you're a private person and you don't even talk to your family. So it's not like you don't like you, you basically give all the answers on the Pat McAfee show. Like you're not, you're not opening up to reporters. You're not whatever. So it's like, cool. Like it, I would, first of all, I mean, I'm, I'm a little shocked because I know he's kind of a weird bird, but he's also like, it didn't seem like a science denier. <laughs> like, and also a weird time to do it when it's just going to save you so much of a fucking headache. Yeah. And it was, a, but, and also 
for him it to be important enough for him to do it, knowing that he has to lie about it and acting as if he did do it. Sure. Yeah, it was going to come out. He thought he could hold it in. He thought he was above it. He thought, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm one of the best star quarterbacks that's ever played the game. I can hide this. This might come out years later. I don't care. I'm bigger than it. People found Unless, of course, you get COVID, which millions of people have gotten because you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. Because you're acting as if you are are vaccinated and therefore not protecting yourself in other ways and going on going about like living like here's here's the other thing is like i have not taken this thing seriously as some like there are some people who have went overboard the whole time you know and are following what people say it's like oh uh, you gotta bring in your groceries and wipe them down and then leave them outside your door for an hour while they fucking debacterialize. And you're like, dude, I'm not fucking there. Stop touching your face altogether. I'm like, how does one even fucking do that? Like, don't do this. Don't do that. It's like, bro, I've just been kind of carelessly wearing my mask, the bare minimum amount that people that like I'm forced to. And I got vaccinated and I have not like, and I haven't gotten COVID like doesn't seem that hard if you do the bare minimum. So he's unvaccinated and he's putting himself. He was at a Halloween party. Yeah. And he's in a locker room with 50, 75 dudes. And they're laying on top of him and breathing in his face. You know, I'm just shocked he lied, and and I, I yeah, I am. There's no other way to put it. I I, I can't believe um, that he that he would lie about it. You you just, here's the thing, man. In life that I've learned, I'll, I'll give I'll give everybody a little Andy Ruther words of wisdom for what it's worth. You just got to be transparent with things. Like I think I've always been pretty honest for the most part, and sometimes it's not easy, but it's going to come back around like whatever it is, just be honest with yourself, be honest with everyone else. But some, some bad decisions and uh, I'd like to pivot. And obviously it's a lot more serious, but I want to pivot to the Henry Ruggs story, which, which by the way is a lot more serious, but it's all it's, it's the same shit. It's awful. in in essence, it's the same shit. It's making super selfish decisions when you just don't need to. Yeah. I mean, how, I how many times have we talked about like what? Why the fuck don't you have? I'm I am closer to the poverty line than Henry Ruggs is to being a tens of millionaire. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. I still take Uber's places. What the fuck are you doing? And it, it, it just, then it just comes down to like, yo, you're fucking so stupid. He's just such a stupid person. Like, cool. You're good at football, but your IQ is probably in the seventies. 
Well, look, you're man, fucking dumb. I, I he made a really bad choice, an awful choice. A, a, a which which part? The drinking, the driving, the driving 150 miles an hour. The driving at all. It's it's just it's really sad. Like, I'm going to be serious. Obviously, this is a serious subject. It's it's really awful all the way around that someone died. And, and the thought of someone dying. That, that the woman burned to death. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Her name's Tina Tintor. Tina Tintor. Tina, Tina Tinter. I, I don't know how it's pronounced. So my apologies on that. She burned to death with her dog. Like, it's awful. I mean, it is absolutely awful. And she was 23 years old, and I just don't know what he's thinking, like you said, to not get an Uber, not get a Lyft, not get something, man. Not drive the speed limit. 156 miles per hour. Look, have I made really bad decisions? especially when I was his age, I, I did. I was fucking reckless. I was an idiot. I made bad decisions. Have I driven drunk? Yes. Like I, I have, I'm not going to, I've said that before. I don't do it. I'm dead serious. Don't do it. Have I done it? Have I made mistakes? Yeah. But also, again, I'm not sitting here trying to cast stones. But I also did all that stuff before Uber and Lyft existed. I shouldn't have done it then. I still shouldn't have done it. But guys, in 2021, with Uber and Lyft. When you're a millionaire. What are we thinking? When there is somebody, there is somebody on your fucking team's job. There is somebody. I guarantee you. Employed by the Raiders. Who he can call to fucking pick him up who will also bring a dude to drive his car home and will bring a girl with them to suck his dick in the back seat while he gets a ride home yeah. and is going to bring him fucking in and out. Bro, you don't have to figure out how to get your fucking Corvette home after you had one too many. You're double the legal limit two hours after you get into an accident. You're driving 156 miles an hour. You're an asshole. You're a murderer. He's a murderer. There's no other way around. He's a murderer. He's a killer. You killed somebody. And obviously, he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Look, people make bad decisions. I have made countless throughout my life, especially doing things under the influence of alcohol. We all know that. I got a bad history. There's a reason I don't drink anymore. Because I used to be reckless. But geez, man, you got in a car when you had access, like you're saying, to every possibility. And I've said this before on the show, and I'll say it again. I've, I don't understand the notion of wanting to drive. I don't want to drive sober. We've talked about this. If I had somebody who could drive me around all the time, I don't want to drive dead sober. Be my driver. Cart me around the city. Let alone I'm under the influence of anything. I, I just, I don't understand that rationale. You want to feel invincible? You're in Las Vegas? Dude, 
get a car, pop your head out like you're in a movie or some shit, and you be screaming at the top of your lungs out through the sunroof or whatever. You don't have to drive. Get your the strip clubs in Vegas will send a car for you. I just it's I just don't get it. And I mean, again, the thought of someone. That's that's a real tough pill. So the thought of someone not only dying, which is awful, burning to death. I honestly can't think of a worse way to die. And the sad part is, I bet he doesn't serve that much jail time. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I don't know if you read it. The judge today said he's never seen in all his years, he's never seen like a case where somebody was driving that fast. 156 miles an hour. Oh, boy. So the Raiders are uh, going to win again this weekend and fucking bit like. I know David Carr sent a ridiculous tweet about it. Did he? Did you see like he said when the Raiders like win the Super Bowl or whatever, not only is Derek Carr should Derek Derek Carr be MVP. He might be the most valuable player ever. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. Tweeted it and deleted it. Oh my God. Talk about stupid. I'm telling you, the world has lost its collective mind. He said when the Raiders make the Super Bowl this year, he tweeted this yesterday. I will argue successfully, I might add. And not only is Derek Carr the MVP, I will make the case that there has never been a more valuable player. Jesus Christ, how dumb are people? Dude, you and also you don't probably don't watch as much as me. I watch a lot of NFL network. He's one of the main analysts and commentators on the NFL. Like, dude, you're he on was, TV. He was. Was he fired? I don't know. You're you're on TV every fucking day. Dude, these phones are terrible, man. Like, like, especially on social media. When, when you're when you're thinking about sending out that tweet, don't don't do it. Just like when you're thinking about driving when you're drunk, don't do it. Have some clarity. Where's his homeboy, man? What like 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 we've talked about this, but like, where's your crew? Who's the good influence in your life. There's got to be somebody with some rationale when this is going down. Why? I don't even, what are you talking about? Rugs or are you talking about car? Rugs. I don't even think you need a guy with a conscience. I don't even think you need a guy who's, why don't you just have a guy who's desperate for money? That you, like I've said, every all these guys should have a guy. And also, I know the team provides them a guy. I know the team is like, we're in Vegas now. No one fucking drinks and drives. No one does this. No one do that. If you need a call, you call Tom. Tom, his Tom's cleans your fucking jock straps. He also gets a we also give him a five thousand dollar bonus every time he picks you guys up from one of the fucking clubs so you don't drink and drive home. There's a hundred percent a guy. Yeah, get your turtle. We've said this before on the show. Every star athlete, get yourself a turtle from Entourage. Get your driver. One of your homeboys, you know, back from the day, back from your, you know, your hometown. 
I would love to have a turtle, man. I would love to be rich enough to have a turtle. Dude, my turtle moved back to Cincinnati. You know, and fucking like I love to drive. I prefer to drive than to be a passenger. Have since you've been sober, have we ever gone anywhere that I've driven? No. Why would I? Yeah. You're you sober. Me. You had me. You're fucking sober. Yeah. I mean, even after, I mean, even before you got the new fucking car, I mean, we used to ride around in your shit box. <laughs> no air conditioning, cracked hey, mirror. Hey, hey, hold on. Dead body in the back seat. Show a little respect for the old Corolla. The old Corolla was, I mean, I the forgot. old Corolla was You're a right. death trap. Forgot the AC was out on that thing, too. Oh. Clicking sounds, rats living in the vents. But I'm like, yo, what's it's either that or I drink and drive. What do you think? Where do you think the old car? I donated that to charity. I got $500 in charitable donation for that. I wonder who has my old Corolla. Probably, it's probably been stripped for parts. Yeah. Couldn't even start it. What what were some of the wilder nights we had? Me driving when you were lit in that thing. Luckily, I don't remember, and I don't have to because fucking, I had you to drive. Dude, I got to El Taco in that thing once. By the way, here's the best part: is I would be sober, and we would be making those decisions. Right. Like, like I wasn't your sober. Hey, man, I don't think we should get that food late night. I was like, fuck yeah, let's crush some Taco Bell late at night. I'm dead sober. You're drunk, but I'm game. I had Del Taco lettuce like stuck between the console and the seat for like way too long one time. You know, like the shredded lettuce. I treated that car like shit. That car. It's insane that these guys do this shit. Yeah. I mean, he's he he ruined his life. Obviously, he killed somebody, but yeah. I'm saying like two days ago, he was a millionaire football player on the number one fucking seed in the AFC. Today, he's a murderer. Yeah. Well, should we talk about the last big NFL story? Sure. Odell Beckham Jr. Your boy. Is he still your boy? I mean, he's uh, the. The Odell thing. You're you're an Odell Beckham Jr. defender always. Well, first of all, I was I'm an Odell Beckham Jr. fan. Sure. Um, and then I've defended certain things. Then there's other things that are not defensible. This latest turn is a very weird thing, but then also this is a I feel like both sides are wrong situation. The trade deadline was yesterday. How do you have him remove? Like, why didn't you just fucking trade him then? Sure. The, you know, he obviously there's a thing his dad's putting out, whatever. And listen, I think that there's ways to handle that issue that he has, which is like he is being missed and he is open and not getting the ball thrown to him. And there is this whole thing. But like, there's no way his dad cut that. His dad's not a video editor. Well, his dad didn't. That's that's a YouTube video. Just okay. so everybody knows that that his dad, that 11 minute video that his dad posted on Instagram 
with somebody been, else's cut has been on YouTube for like a week. Right. Okay. So I watched the YouTube video as of yesterday. I had like a hundred thousand hits or something. I watched it. And to be honest, you know, it's 11 minutes and I think it's four or five games. I, I think he's open at times. And then at times I want to say, dude, they do a lot where Baker Mayfield's scrambling. And I'm like, do you know how hard it is to throw when you're scrambling and you have a 275 pound guy who runs a four, five, four, six, trying to decapitate you. You know what I'm saying? Like the context I feel is lost in the video. And then, and then listen, there's also the ones where he just play and misses him and yes. whatever. Yes. And, and look again, like I defended Odell when he was a giant, it's like, he's not more of a diva than 85% of the wide receivers in the fucking league with like the throwing your hands up when you, when a guy misses you or demanding a flag on every single time a defender touches you. It's like, that is, you know, essentially what these guys are these days. They all like Keyshawn Johnson was this like, give me the damn ball. And now every single receiver that comes into the league is a version of that with like very, very few except exceptions. And those guys are the exceptions to the rule as opposed to being the rule. But like, there's a whole other thing is like, you already did this. You, you, you know, my thing where I obviously was not defending him was like when he tried to blame Eli Manning in New York, it's like, bro, trust me, it's not his fucking fault. And now you got yourself in a situation where you get moved to Cleveland because of that. And now you're going after the other dude. It's like, wh what do you want? So they're not talking right now. Baker Mayfield said today, he's not talking. He's not heard from Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. was sent home from practice. It's a mess. He's clearly done with the Browns. Like you said, I don't know how he's not traded yesterday. That's the thing. If he's not, I mean, did he get sent home because they didn't trade him? Did he demand a trade? And they were like, nah, and now he's pissed off. I think he's sent home from the video that his dad posted on Instagram. Well, that's, you know, and, 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 you, you and, can't and choose your family. You, you can't. First of all, can, can the families just back off? Whether it's Patrick Mahomes or the dad. Look, look, I know the dad's protective of his son. But like, come on. Are you helping or hurting the situation? You know, what are you doing? Right. Like, like now more than ever, these parents and these siblings and girlfriends and wives, just shut the fuck up. Can you just shut the fuck up and just stay, you know, like, I, I know, I know he's got your genes. I know he's got your DNA. Like you're clearly a great athlete too. And so is his wife. So is his Odell's mom, right? Like he's got great genes. He's a next level freak athlete, but come on, man. Now Odell could do damage control. I would argue he could reach out to Baker personally. Baker said he hasn't heard from him. He could do something. He clearly doesn't want to be on the team. I would argue this. And obviously I've been, critical of Odell. I've said right for the last few years, I don't think he makes the Browns any better. I don't want him on the team. I've said that. I'm on record saying that countless times. 
He's only played a full season twice in eight years. That's a crazy stat right there. Twice meaning 16 games. Yeah. He's only played 16 games twice yeah. in eight years in the league. In the last five seasons, so Giants and Browns, he's had 16 touchdowns, catches. So he's averaging three a year. Now, granted, he's missed a lot of time. But again, if you're not on the field, it's the same argument we use with quarterbacks. And what's the point? I mean, I think the, the problem with Odell really, like if, if, if you want to boil it down to like the very thing from the beginning to now is there's no doubt about how good he is talent wise, but you're a receiver. You're not a quarterback. You need the guys to throw you the ball. And honestly, part of it also is you need the coach to want to get you the ball. Yeah. Like, I, Unfortunately, I only I think there's only like four or five coaches in the league. And and it seems like it should be more than that. But unfortunately, I think it's only four or five guys in the league who have that wherewithal to be like, let me feed this guy a little bit, let me feed this guy a little bit, let me get this guy's touches and like keep everybody down. You see that. With the Chiefs, they force guys the ball. They tried to force Kelsey the ball the other day, and he fumbles it because he hadn't gotten open. And they're like, well, what if we run a screen for him? What if we run this little flare thing for him? What if we run whatever? And it's like, you know, I think there's two different situations. Odell with the Giants is, dude, you're a high draft pick because this is a disastrous organization at the moment then you go to the browns that are on the up and up and they're just treating him as if he's like one of their receivers which you have to do but also it seems like he's going you have to find me a way you have to find a way to get me the ball and they're not and i think his problem is he knows how talented he is but dude you can't you still you you have to find a way to motivate your coach and your quarterback to want to get you the ball because you want it, that's better than just being like, hey, dad, here's a video that somebody put out. You should repost this on your Instagram. Yeah, well, I think there's a lot of, I, I'm again, I'm totally, there, I have nothing behind this. I'm totally assuming here, projecting. I think there's a lot of jealousy with Baker and Odell. Because I, I would argue Odell, Odell was the hot girl. He was. When he made that catch on Sunday Night Football against the Dallas Cowboys and he burst onto the scene and he was so electric and he'd take those slants and he would just take it to the house. I mean, you know, firsthand, you're a Giants fan. Dude was phenomenal. He was amazing to watch and he burst onto the scene. And then they, the second year, they go 11 and five and they make the playoffs and they really elevated the level of play of where the Giants had been the previous few years. Now, obviously, the boat picture happened, and they've had the worst record in football, which is crazy since then. Uh, but look at Baker right now. Baker's in all the hit commercials. 
but you know, there's, I think, is there a jealousy thing going on? Like Baker's the guy doing the funny commercials that we all like. No, you know why? Because I don't think if you're, and maybe he's just not smart enough to realize this, but I don't think if you're Odell, like if that, if that's what your end game was, why are you ever forcing your way out of New York city? Sure. Odell was in all the commercials. He did the dirty dancing with Eli. He did the fucking thing. Dude, you were in New York. And then you got sent to Cleveland. By the way, I keep debating this with my buddy. I think, oh, I think Baker Mayfield, I'm willing to say this. Like the way he's played this year, I know he's injured, but if you look at Baker's four-year Baker's so hot and cold. He really is. If you look at his first four years in the NFL, I would argue Baker Mayfield is better at funny commercials than he is as a quarterback. I'm willing to say he's a funnier comedic actor. I think those commercials are hilarious. And the new ones, they keep popping out. I think they're funny. I think they're well-written. I think he's great in them. I think he's better in those commercials than he is as an NFL quarterback. I mean, here's the like... The problem is like he's still, you know, he's not the 25th best comedic actor in the world. Oh, you're saying he's the if he's the 25th best quarterback. He's probably the 25th best human being on earth at playing quarterback, like right now. I'm saying though though those commercials make me laugh. The level of those commercials is better than the level is of his. You're saying his success rate at comedy is better than his success rate in the NFL. There you go. Yeah. The funny fucking commercials. But I don't know where I stand with him. I don't think the Browns know where they stand with him. This is year four. Well, I, I think have- they. I think that the thing with the Browns is that he's, you know. He's got to make the leap and he hasn't made the leap. He has showed he's had he's shown moments of leaping, but he never has. And here's the thing. I am an Odell. I don't want to say defender because there's some of his actions that I won't defend and other of his actions that I will defend. But I think part of it is. Bro, you know, that that is the question mark with. Baker is when does the leap come? And I would argue that you have this talented guy. He can help. Yeah. Like, why isn't Baker and Odell, Peyton and Marvin Harrison, and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? Like, we talked last week about Aaron Rodgers and, like, if anybody can get it going with no receivers – Aaron Rodgers can probably do it, and we think he's going to cover. But here's the other thing, and that's true, and we were correct. He feeds Devontae Adams the ball almost too much. Well, you know, they they got Jarvis Landry. Like, you got two alphas. You got two dogs out there, wide receiver. But you're right. Other teams make it work. It's, right, it and is, the fact that Aaron Rodgers has won is why he didn't show up for the offseason. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing that the Bucks make it work. 
you got serious dogs out there. You when you have a healthy Gronk, and then you got you know Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. You got you're 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 distributing the ball. All these guys, just like you said, Kansas City. They're getting Kelsey the ball, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman. Like you're spreading that ball around, but you're also force feeding sometimes. I think these storylines create a fascinating week of football. My NFL boner for Sunday is already, it's already here. My, my boner, I get an NFL boner. Do you get an NFL boner? Yeah. Boner alert. My NFL boner will be full throttle on Sunday because I'm curious how the Packers play, how the yeah, Raiders how play, can you not be? how the I mean, Browns play. I mean, the, 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 the Packers thing, I mean, they draft Jordan, like the, the Jordan, the drafting of Jordan love is the beginning is like the match that lights a fire that almost takes down the Packers. And now all this that Aaron Rodgers, all the issues Aaron Rodgers have with them bringing in, Jordan Love, they never, he was never going to play. No. Now he's playing because of you, dude. I know. Dude, this he's is playing Hollywood. because of a decision you made. This is a Hollywood scripted storyline. It really is. That Rodgers is not playing. The guy they drafted to succeed him that's caused all the problems is playing because you chose not to I get hope vaccinated. Jordan Love throws for 600 yards and 25 touchdowns in one game. And I hope that Aaron Rodgers is united with Odell Beckham next year in Odell Beckham's return to New York. <laughs> Give me Rogers and OBJ. Well, Sunday is going to be a great day to watch football and it will be a great day to hang out with your friends and have some cold Miller lights, Joe Prano. It's the best day. Miller light and Sunday really do go together, don't they? Andy, I will be in sunny Florida oh. on Sunday. That's right. I arrive, I think, to Fort Myers Airport at 10.13 a.m., which would be just after kickoff here on the West Coast. But I'll be there. I'm going to head to a bar where I can get a cold Miller light in the warm Florida sun. While I watch some football, it's I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. The two things I know about Joe Prano since I've met him, guys, I met him back in 2011. I think it's been about 10 years, 10 and a half years. He keeps things very simple. Very football, simple. Football. I try. Miller, I try. Fo- you do. Football and Miller Lite. No games, no gimmicks. Just a great beer for a great sport. Right. That's all. That's all you're doing. You just, don't overthink it. Yeah. Miller Lite. Great taste. 96 calories. That's it, guys. So go to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports to find delivery options near you. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. So a World Series happened. Yeah. And the world is just world's really gone to shit. The Braves are Our your 20, champs. 2021 World Series champs. Yeah. 
Yay, go Atlanta. That's our World Series recap. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's painful for me. It's very difficult. It's a very difficult game to watch. Um, but you have to applaud what Atlanta was able to do, especially with Acuna going out. Um, they're 500 ball club when they're, when, you know, I would say an arguably top five big leaguer goes down. They, at that time, really have a decision to make. Are they sellers or are they buyers at the deadline? They buy all of those guys step up. Essentially all, I mean, freed pitch is great last night, but in terms of hitters, all of their, all of the guys who have huge moments are acquisitions, the jocks and the Solaires and the Rosarios and the, and you know, the Duvals, I mean, Freddie Freeman obviously got his, but like, I mean, a, a remarkable number of guys that they get out of the bargain bin that lead them to a world series. Yeah. Total team effort. They really came together, especially where they were just in August. I mean, it's, it's definitely the Mets lead the division for 109 games. Give it up to the Braves. The Braves go on and just and, and and cruise essentially to a World Series. Devastating. Devastating. And, here we, and here we are again. Dusty Baker, always a uh, bridesmaid, never a bride. We did a dirty slides today. That'll be out tomorrow as well. Listen to that after you listen to this. And uh, we talked about, you know, Dusty Baker's potential deal with the devil where he didn't sign where he didn't, you know, dot his I's and cross his T's because somehow he's managed his way to a, you know, six decade career in baseball. And just he's always the guy that's on the team right before they figure it out. Now he's on the team right after like a world series and a crazy thing. Like dusty, you root for the guy, but. I don't. Why not? After what he did to the Reds. It was the same thing. Reds sucked. They put together a team. They bring in Dusty. They make the playoffs a few years in a row. After he blew that 0-2 lead to lose three straight home games in 2012 off questionable managerial decisions against the Giants, you can't lose three in a row at home after you take the first two on the road. Look, I think he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I shouldn't say I don't. I'm just saying, like, I, I think you're suspect. Well, I think this day and age, like, there's, it's it's almost like those are the only kind of managers there are, like suspect guys or like the analytics guys, because it seems like, I mean, Madden's out of the game, Bochy's out of the game, um, like who else? You know. L- l- like LaRusse is obviously back and is in a very weird olding aging, you know, position, but like who are the great baseball men who are still like holding down teams and not just yes men for a computer. Um, it's, it almost seems like it's becoming more and more that sort of position. And, uh, I mean, I got, here's the thing about dusty. I don't think he mismanaged the world series. 
I think they just got beat. Yeah, and that's fine. But he, you know, I mean, I mean, Giants, Cubs, Reds, Astros, Nationals. Yep. He's led all of them to the playoffs. Three World Series. Or two World Series appearances. Is that correct? Yeah. And and you know, Giants, he gets them there. It's out there's obviously a bigger break before they go on to win the World Series. But like he's with the Cubs, they go on to win it. He's with the Nationals right before they win it. Oh, I'm saying it's crazy. He just couldn't take him to the top. He's no, he's no Andy Ruther leading the third grade boys basketball team, which I don't know if you've noticed the trophy is back. It's back with, it's back with me. I didn't notice that. What, how, how does that work exactly? Well, it works. My buddy saw, I'm going to hold this up for the camera here, guys. I'm very proud of the 2020, 2021 GCCYS third grade tournament first place cheapest trophy they've ever made uh some have talked about the lombardi trophy but this trophy really puts that to shame how it worked was my buddy saw it in a closet at the mclehart of mary grade school and was like my buddy who's the head coach shout out to scott he's like do what what are we doing here with this and they're like well it's, we get so many trophies you know it's k through eight we can't have them all in this play case so he took it and he gave it to me nice and I might have slept with it a few times. I might wow. have hugged it. It's weird. I might have cradled the, the, the joy of winning okay. a third grade tournament. Now we had our first practice. Now that I'm up to the fourth grade, so we're moving up. Now that I bring it to yesterday's practice and I have four of the same nine players back, did I say I want a second one of these? And did I say, hey, you can only touch it if you were on the team last year? I might have. No, I didn't do that. I wanted to. I didn't bring it to the practice. But in case anyone cares, and I'm sure all you guys are sitting at the edge of your seat, the IHM fourth grade boys team, we started practice yesterday. We're going to try a repeat. We got a retooled roster. You know, we're like a retooled Lakers team. We're trying to match some pieces around. We still got the two bigs, my buddy's boy, my nephew. We still got the twin towers. We did lose our star score from last year. He was taken first in the draft. So I'll keep you guys updated. I know people are really anticipating a fun season for the fourth grade IHM team. By the way, all spectators are welcome. So okay. if anybody wants to come support, last year COVID was different. Only one parent was allowed. All spectators are welcome. So you can look up our schedule. Actually, our schedule's not even out yet. Joe, this is what you're missing in Cincinnati, Ohio. I, I, I can see that. This is, this is the important stuff that you're missing. Before we get to NFL, speaking of Cincinnati, Ohio, we got to briefly discuss or make quick rants about the football playoff, the inaugural rankings, the disrespect. I tweeted a few things, and that's basically what I'm going to repeat. You and I have made clear stances on this show about college football. We don't have time for it. There's only so much time in the week. 
And also it's a flawed system. It's an embarrassing system. It's a rigged system. It's an unfair system. Why would Joe and I want to support this and watch it and talk about it when it's arguably, I'll say this, the worst system in all of sports, all of sports, college and professional, the worst system. I think at this point, Andy, you know, obviously I've made my, uh, I've made my hatred of, you know, college sports almost as a whole known, uh, certainly the NCAA, but, um, college football, especially in the way that they, you know, manage their postseason, is, a, 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 you know, exceptionally ridiculous. Um, but I, at this point, I don't think you or I are changing anybody's mind. The people who love college football, I mean, you talk about the abused wives that are like Bengals fans and, and Lions fans and whatever, but like the people who have convinced themselves that college football is great and not broken and this is the way it should be and bowl games are how, how important it is for Tostitos to make money. Like the people who have convinced themselves that Tostitos needs to have the Fiesta Bowl and, you know, uh, the old white dudes who fucking run the run car quest need to make money on the car quest bowl. Like the regular season has become now a thing that we, we only care about teams until they lose a game. Oh, it's going to, it would devalue the regular season. The regular season has no value. None, none. I'm serious. When I say, I don't know a worse system. I do not know where four teams and I tweeted this out and I'll repeat it to show you the difference between the NFL, which is King and college football, which is complete and utter trash. The NFL has seven teams make the playoffs, which is new. It was six from each league. So it was 12 since 1990, which 12 is a great number. Now it's up to 14. Three NFL teams have won the Super Bowl since 2005, including your Giants that have been a five or six seed. The current college football playoff system does not even allow more than four teams. So the Pittsburgh Steelers would not win that Super Bowl in Big Ben's first year, Jerome Bettis' last year. Bill Cowher doesn't have a Super Bowl if this is the college football. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a Super Bowl. They were a six seed. They won all their games on the road. Eli does not have a second ring and the Patriots undefeated season probably stays intact. This is what that's, that's all you need to know. If you like college football, you support the worst system. And, but, and, and the, here's what I'm saying is like, like, I don't know what else to tell I you. I just don't, I just don't even think, I think you're, it's landing on completely deaf ears. Shout out to our boy, Logan Peterson. And I, I always appreciate it when, uh, somebody goes so far as to have our podcast be a part of their like online profile, Texans, Rockets, Astros, hope we get a hockey team soon, Texas Longhorns. So honestly, it's tough, tough go of it lately. Yeah. I mean, the Astros losing the world series, the Rockets are destitute. The Texans had to bill O'Brien for that whole time. Texas Longhorns barstool and dirty sports podcast. Hashtag dirtball fam. I appreciate that. But he also replied to you, bowl games are more fun than the NFL playoffs, except the Super Bowl, though. 
Is he trolling me? And I'm like, is he trolling me? Did you have to get your phone from a doctor to tweet that at Andy? And was it on in the 13 minutes a day they let you out of the white padded room? You're insane. <laughs> Logan, I love he might, you. He might be he might be trolling me. I don't know. Is he trolling? He might be trolling me. If you're not trolling me, there's nothing better than NFL playoffs. Again, this system. The, the University of Cincinnati will go undefeated, most likely. And they will have, and they dominated. And look, say what you want, how good Notre Dame is, whatever. They still dominated at Notre Dame. They were winning that whole game up by two touchdowns most of that game on the road. It's not easy. What else can like? What else can a team like Cincinnati do? And obviously, I'm biased because well, they're in the they're in the top four, aren't they? No, no, they're sixth. What? Who's the top four in the college football playoff rankings? Georgia. Their number, here's what's Michigan so crazy. State, Cincinnati, Alabama. It goes Georgia, Alabama, who's at a loss. I know the SEC obviously is very tough. Michigan State, who's number three, and Oregon is number four, who has a loss. Cincinnati's sixth, but Cincinnati's second in the AP. Cincinnati's been second in the AP for weeks. Right. The college football playoff system is decided Honestly, i i thought it was ridiculous thinking listen i thought it was georgia alabama michigan state cincinnati no. and then that's ridiculous because you have an oregon team who's got one loss you have an alabama team who's got one loss it's like you're in major conferences you got one loss this is where we always get into this situation where this team has an argument of being in over another team. I'm not saying Oregon's better than Alabama. I don't give a shit. Yes. But I'm yeah. just saying we always get to this because you do this four team. You always have a cutoff. Like the, 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 the idea that if you just went bigger, if you went eight, if you went 12, if you went 16, preferably you'd be worried about which two lost team. Yes. Just jumping in. And then it's like, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter because that two loss team ain't winning at all. Yeah. Well, when they could, right? Upsets happen. But Ohio State's fifth. They have a loss. Cincinnati's sixth. Ohio State lost to Oregon. Oklahoma, who has struggled this year, but they're also undefeated, is eighth. According to the They're undefeated in a huge, in a big conference, and they're eighth. Yeah. It's so stupid. Wake Forest is ninth. I saw a great tweet about that. Wake Forest is undefeated in the ACC. Obviously, the ACC is not the best, but somebody made a great tweet. If you just switch the names, and this is 100% accurate, if you switch that Wake Forest name with Clemson, if Clemson was 8-0 and undefeated in the ACC, they're in the top four. Yeah. They are. Because of history. And that's the problem with this. This is all subjective. These are people making decisions. The co- think about this: the college football playoffs are decided by humans. I they're can't not even, de- I, Andy. I they're can't. Not, they're not even, decided by play on the field. I'm sorry, but I can't bring. I can't meet your passion for this one. We've done it too many times. It's yeah, so I agree. stupid. I, 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 We're done. I, We're done. I, I put a post. I asked people to vote on us never talking about college sports anymore, and I stand by it. <laughs> you died. We're done. That's all I'll say. If, if, if 
We have plenty of stuff to discuss. We don't have to discuss the most broken pro- yeah. professional or amateur sports ranking system that there ever was. And it's dumb. It is. And dumb. it doesn't matter. And honestly, I don't care. And, and for the record, it doesn't mean I'm not going to go to college games. You know, my buddy says, hey, he's got season tickets. Come well, to another. I mean, you're going to two Bengals games. <laughs> yeah, come to another. It doesn't mean I wouldn't go to an Ohio State game with my little brother. It all it means for me is I don't really care about this quote unquote, let's do air quotes playoffs. That's all it means because it's an unfair system. I know with the NFL, which is King for a reason that 14 teams will get in and there's not going to be a boardroom member. Like it's a shitty version of the apprentice with Donald I honestly, Trump. I, I on Saturdays and listen, I know Saturdays for the boys or whatever, but <laughs> Um, listen, I always, I've said for, you know, the better part of the last 10 years, I just can't do like as much as me hating the college system as anything. Um, I just can't do both weekend days devoted to football, but as this playoff system, you know, we went from the computer, the BCS computer to the fucking ball. It's like, they've never once gotten it right. They went to two. They went to, we're going to have a championship. They, game. Went to two. A playoff they, game. they started the playoffs with two teams. It's not a yeah. playoff. Yeah. It's just a but championship. And, and, and just so many bad decisions on top of the fact that I already like, I already have an excuse because I don't have a team and I don't care. Then you compound that with, a bad decision on top of bad decision. And I'm now at the point with college football where when I go on Twitter on Saturday and I see people like actually talking about it, I feel bad for them. I'm just like, what? Like, listen, I waste my life with a lot of dumb shit, but I don't waste my life with this. This is where I absolutely fucking draw the line. I'd rather go fucking spend, you know, I'd rather go fucking hit $20 with golf balls into a fucking lake on a Saturday afternoon than devote any time to giving a shit about Michigan, Michigan state. Well, again, it doesn't mean that I won't watch games sometimes or attend them. It just means that personally, I can't get too vested like I'm vested in the NFL, right? It's a fair system. I'm vested in every. Invested? Yeah. What's up? You're invested. Yeah. I'm invested. That's what I want to say. You know me. I always fuck it up. But you I'm have a inve- vested interest in something as well. Yeah. Like I have a legit interest in emotional connection to most of these playoff systems. I just I can't with this because it's 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 absurd. And on that note, let's talk about the big boys, the real guys, the NFL. Can we get to our picks? Let's do it. Can we do our week nine picks? We're halfway here. It's amazing. Can't believe it. We're halfway after this week. We got an interesting uh, tough week for you, by the way, last week. Oh. Epically tough for a number of reasons. But did you get all four? Is that what happened? I did. So I have a nine point lead heading into week nine. And essentially, there's just no chance of you losing, right? 
There's always a chance. Oh man. It was literally, I think it was last year or two years ago. I think it was two years ago where I finally, I, you, you went two weeks where you wouldn't say it. And I finally broke you down. And when you did is when the slip fell. I don't know if I've had a lead this big ever. Yeah. You this can't is... blow a lead this big. Just say I, you could never blow a lead this big. Well, nine weeks. Anything is possible. Um, I mean, especially tough is that fuck that Monday night game. Oh my God. It was a tough one for a Giants fan and for someone who picked against this team. We'll see. I'll start it off this week. The non-face mask call, the non the the stupid taunting call. Like yeah. it's like do the do the Chiefs need help at home to beat the the lowly New York football giants. I don't know what's going on with Kansas city. And, and that was, you know, that, that offsides, man, it was a great interception, great interception. I do. And I've seen, and I've seen like insane chiefs fans saying that he threw it. He knew he had a free play, which I just asked. No, he did not. Even Peyton Manning said that. Yeah. Which great. Another great broadcast for the record. (sighs) Now, do you know about the Manning cast curse? Have you seen this? No. Basically, every player that's appeared on the Manning cast has lost the, the next week they played. Kelsey, Stafford, Brady. Uh, Ooh. Uh, well, somebody else, I forget now. So Josh Allen's on the, on the chopping block. So Josh Allen's on it. Now, Josh Allen gets to play old finger bang Urban Meyer. So I think this might be the this might be the week the Manning cast curse is broken. You know what? I'll give from I'll give Urban Meyer this. I'm a big fan of finger banging. If anybody doesn't know, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the term. I'm a fan of finger banging. But like finger banging is a lost art form, and Urban Meyer has brought finger banging back. So thank you. I'm bringing finger banging back. Yeah, it doesn't go well. Doesn't many, really, too many syllables. Doesn't really doesn't really go well as Justin Timberlake's. Doesn't I'm bring them bang them back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. A little finger bang action. Okay. Jets Colts is your first game of the week. And I this spread, I I, you know, I have a lot of feelings. Short week, you got Mike White, can he do it again? This is such a massive spread, 10 and a half points. It's in Kansas. I'm sorry, not Kansas City. It's in Indy. I can see a big Jets letdown, but I don't care. 10 and a half is too much for me. Carson Wentz is also turnover prone. Therefore, J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jets. I'm with you. Too big. Not that I think the Jets win the game, but the idea that 10 and a half, I mean, they just beat the Bengals. They're on the road, but it's like it's inside. Yeah. And it's the fucking Colts. And yeah, I just don't see. I mean, I listen, I had a, I've been having a very good year pick-wise. Uh, last week was a devastating week for me. Some bad picks that week. You've been having a great year. Like this isn't one of those years where we're like mired in terrible picks and like somebody's got to win. 
that like last week, the worst week I've had so far across the board. So now I'm questioning everything as you do. But if you had asked me what the spread of this game was, I would have been like seven and a half. So if I'm three points off, I just got to trust my fucking gut a little bit. Yeah, I think it's a big spread. All right, I'm glad you get to go first the next one. What is the a, next one? It's, it's a, I don't know who I would take. Houston Texans at Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are six and a half point favorites. The Texans are so bad. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take the Dolphins because it's a home game. And I think that they don't pull the trigger on a trade. They stick with their guy. I think that uncertainty is gone. And maybe they have not showed the confidence that they need to in um, Tua. But the distraction is over. The quest, the trade question is over. He's their guy. He has an opportunity to prove himself. I don't think he's good. And uh, but that being said, the Texans are dog shit. So I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Dolphins to win and cover. Texans are terrible. One of the worst teams I've ever seen. With that being said, I'm going to take them to cover the spread. Let's go. I'm going to do a different pick there. Let's go. All right. Broncos travel to Big D. I think Dak is back. Everything I've read, he's playing. Broncos don't have Von Miller. They're nine and a half point underdogs. It's a big spread. I think it's a big spread for a reason. Dallas comes out firing on all cylinders. I'm going to take Dallas to win and cover. It's a tough one for me. It is a big spread. And then it's also is like, is there any rust whatsoever? Or do we just get a, we just get Dak freshly back. I mean, also I'm going to go with the Cowboys with you and I'm going to, and I'm going to do it for one reason and one reason only. Actually, no, we'll do it. Two reasons. Uh, one reason is, I think there are, you, you got to have confidence coming off a win when you don't have your quarterback. And then the other reason is it seems as those sports gods may hate me right now. I mean, the Atlanta Braves just won the fucking World Series and the Mets have all the money in the world and no one will work for them. And the Knicks have lost two straight and the Giants lose. If, like, it just seems like I'm, I'm surprised Henry Ruggs didn't kill Eli Manning with a car. Like, it just seems like the sports gods hate me right now. Wow, too soon. I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm just, I'm just going to assume that, you know, they're going to keep kicking me in the dick. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. All right. Vikings travel to the Ravens who are coming off a bye. The Ravens are six point favorites. You're up, Joe. Uh, on the road in Baltimore after a bye and Kirk Cousins. I'm going to take the Ravens to cover. I'm going to disagree again. Let's go. One o'clock game. This is Cousins' time to shine. I think I think, that, I think that ship has sailed. You know, one o'clock Sunday afternoon, non-primetime game. The Vikings keep it close. The Vikings cover. All right, the Patriots travel to the Panthers, where the Patriots are three-and-a-half-point favorites coming off that huge win in uh, 
Los Angeles. Almost said San Diego. It's a tough one, but I'm going to go with Patriots to win and cover. Yeah. How can you like the Panthers right now? Yeah. I think defensively, they, they going to be way too much for Sam Darnold to handle. All right. Let's just keep moving right along. You're up. The Buffalo Bills, we alluded to earlier, travel to Jacksonville where they face Fingerbang McGee, Urban Meyer. The Bills are 14 and a half point faves. I've been scared off of a few big Bills lines this year, and it hasn't paid off for me. Um, I hope this isn't the one where it turns around and bites me in the ass. I don't believe in the Manning cast curse. I believe if there's a guy who can break the Manning cast curse, that it is a guy who attended Manning passing camp, and that is one Josh Allen. It's at Jaguars, but it's like, does that matter at all? (laughs) I just... I think if the Bills want this, you know, if the Bills want the credit for being this great team and the and and Josh Allen wants this MVP talk, which I didn't give him last week, then you better beat the shit out of the bad teams. I'm going to take the Bills. Such a big spread. We've had so many big spreads this year. I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep riding these dogs. I, I I feel like I've ridden the big the big spread dogs more than you. And it's hurt me. Yeah, you have, I've been riding the, the favorites and it's worked out for the most part for me, but I'm flipping the script this week. Okay. All right. Battle of Ohio will be here in my hometown. The Bengals host the Cleveland Browns. Bengals are two and a half point faves. So, Vegas is giving the Bengals, or I'm sorry, the Browns, a half point favorite on a neutral site. All this going on with Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield. Bengals coming off a tough loss. Ooh, how is either team going to react? I'm going to go Browns win and cover. Browns win and cover. And they're two and a half point underdogs. And you go, you think they win the game outright? I do. I do. I'm with you. It's tough with the, you always, always trying to like prod a little Well, specifically in this, because you know, you, I wanted to steal a couple of the last, you, you, you start out of the last four shows with like burning Bengals jerseys and effigy. And then we get to the, (laughs) and then we get to the fucking picks. And then you take the Bengals. And now I think, oh, now Andy's going to keep riding his Bengals train. I'm going to have an opportunity to go with the Browns. And you flip it on me. And I'm not doing what I've been doing lately and being like, well, if you do that, then I'm going to do this. I'm just going to be like, I think you're right. I think, listen, my thing is, and I was the one that was poking you and prodding you about the Bengals, is I loved the Bengals game against the Packers. They showed me something in that game. But all of that and more wiped out when you let the Jets shove it up your ass. So I am now fully off the Bengals train. And I, I think the Browns at least cover. Yeah, well, I, I do. I think they at least cover. And I think we saw a lot of cracks last week in that line. And the Browns, offensively, they're struggling. Defensively, they're still great. They're a really good defense. And I think that's the difference in the game. 
And I think it's going to be a fairly low scoring game. But if the Browns win this, then the Browns and the Bengals are five and four. And then the Bengals are suddenly in panic. Do we make the playoffs mode? Which I'll enjoy. Okay, the Falcons traveled to the Saints. The Saints are six-point favorites. You're first in this one. Who's playing playing quarterback for the Saints? I'm assuming Trevor Simeon, right? Or Taysom Hill? It's unbelievable. Dude, I don't know how many years I'm going to fucking do this in a row. Like, how many times have I been burned by the Falcons? Just, just let's get it over with. Let, at least make my quick. I'm going to take the Falcons. It's going to make my quick burning hurt that much more. Yeah, give me the Falcons. Fuck well, it. I, I'm, I'm just giving a game up here. No, you're not, because I was going to take the Falcons. Yeah, well, I still give a game up if if you take the Falcons and I take the Saints and the Saints fucking win. Because I don't know this QB situation and I don't trust it at all. It, it worked out, obviously, one game. It was also at home. I think it's – well, this, it's one's, at, game this one's at home, too. You're right. Uh, but I, I, I like the Saints – I'm sorry, the Falcons to cover. I just – division game, six is a lot. And I'm sure you're right. The Falcons will burn us. Okay. I'm up on this one. The Raiders. Travel to New York. Wow, it's a tough west to east coast. Raiders are three-point favorites. Again, more, more drama outside the field. Tough loss for your Giants. Can the Raiders bounce back again? Coming off a bye. Oh, boy. I just, I don't know, man. I just think, to me, this is different. It's Of course it's different. We're talking about a coach getting five or someone dying. You're, you, a guy on your team killed somebody. As I'm gonna go with the Giants, I just think I don't know. I feel like it's too much to overcome. This my Giants team. I don't like that pick, by the way. My Giants team. It's like you know. I know you are your record, but goddamn, like if if they're if they're not five plays away from being fucking, you know four and whatever like it's f- five and two like it's it's insane um and it just feels like no matter what two and a half what is it three, three. i'm gonna take the raiders and the giants will probably fucking win the game now when they don't need to win the fucking game Winning this game after you winning a Chiefs game. Whoa, that would have been fucking interesting. Maybe also don't piss away a game to the Falcons and lose a game to the fucking Washington football team on a bogus call. It's like it's it's so frustrating being a Giants fan right now because you really don't like you just don't know what to make of like what is the future of this football team? Every single player is hurt again. The offensive line, like, you know, the defense plays fine against the Chiefs, gets a bend but don't break. They get some fucking turnovers. You're like, there's absolutely no aspect of this team, though, that I have any confidence in whatsoever. Yeah. From the coaching to the offense to the offensive line, all all the skill position players are hurt. Quarterback playing under fucking duress. The defense shows up one week. They don't show up another week. 
Joe Judge doesn't know how headsets work. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, I'm taking a chance going with them back to back weeks. They worked out last week, which means I think they won't this week. That's why I don't like that pick, but I'll stick with it. All right, the Chargers also travel west to east. They play the Eagles. Chargers are two and a half point favorites. You're up first in this one. Fuck the Eagles. I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, me too. That's an easy one for me. All right, the Packers Chiefs game, big one in Arrowhead. Jordan Love, first start as an NFL quarterback. He walks into this game as a seven and a half point underdog. Jesus Christ. I'm up first. I just, dude, this is just so, I, the, the Chiefs continue to get big spreads. Wait, what's the spread? Seven and a half Chiefs. Oh. Bro, I'm looking at my pick. I'm I like what? What's going on in my pick? Like, I have I have the fucking Chiefs at minus one and a half over here. I mean, I know now this is, but like seven and a half. Okay, let's go. So your pick them was before the Aaron Rodgers thing, obviously. This but you would current. think that they would adjust this. But seven and a half. I mean, I'm going pack. Or I'm, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm Packers. Go, I'm going Packers too. Like, I just I don't. Seven and a half. How are the, the, I can tell you one thing. The fucking Jordan Love is is unknown. Is it you know a total unknown? And this isn't me propping up Danny Dimes or shitting on Danny Dimes or whatever. Like let's just let's just say Jordan Love is seventy five percent of Daniel Jones. Every other aspect of his team is better. And the Chiefs looked like absolute dog shit. Chiefs are not good right now. Patrick Mahomes, is he looks scared. I honestly think he looks rattled when he's out there. He is not looking good. He's become a like, check down king. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's crazy. I was all I I had the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs, and I mean I have the Chiefs minus one here, but one and a half. But yeah, seven so, and a half. It's crazy. So, yeah, we'll both take the Packers. All right, the Cardinals travel to San Francisco. Their Cardinals are one point favorite. I think you're up first. Um, what? So uh, let me just say this. I'm taking the Cardinals, and I feel like. I'm going to be wrong because like, what's the catch here? I don't know either. Cause I'm taking the Cardinals as well. What's the catch? Why? I mean, I know it's in San Francisco and I know it's a division game, but like, what's the cat? Like one some, point, some injury we don't know about. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah, we both will. All right. Sunday night football Titans come to LA to take on the Rams. No Derrick Henry, but they got Adrian Peterson. Guy just won't leave. He's going to play for every team. Rams are seven and a half point favorites. You know what? Here's the thing, man. And they've been good to me. I keep taking them and they keep covering. The Tennessee Titans, even when they fall down early like they did last week against Indy, they fell down 14-0. They just find ways. And Vrabel's a great coach in that regard. 
He always gets his team playing tough. They always fight to the end. And seven and a half is too much for me in a primetime game. I think whole find ways to at least slow down the Rams offense enough to make it a game where it's not a big blowout. I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to go with the Rams. I think that the Titans are the one NFL team that can actually play the old fashioned. It's not that old fashioned, but 10 year old and plus fashioned idea of we're going to play keep away, grind you down, have Derrick Henry. I mean, the Derrick Henry second half stats are like bananas. Insane. Bananas that like, you know, that teams know about this and they let it happen and they, there's nothing that they can do to stop it. I just can't like, I almost think the the Titans without Derrick Henry in the second half are not going to be able to keep up. I'm not going to be able to keep the Rams off the field. I almost think this is a bigger fucking, uh, you know, guy being out this week than Aaron Rodgers for the Packers. Yeah. And you could be right. I think there's a lot of, great i think they're the one team that can still do it like otherwise you can't really do this game like you can't really play hey we're going to control the ball bubble like they're the one team that still has the guy who can do it and adrian peterson is an all-time great he's gonna be in the hall of fame of beating his children but also the nfl hall of fame (laughs) um but i just don't not off a scrap heap all right well well we'll disagree on that pick and your last pick monday night football well, two great offenses play against Ugh, each other. I hate this game. The Bears at Steelers. Steelers are six and a half point favorites. You're up. Me? Yeah. Um, I hate this. Uh, I hate this because I don't believe in the Steelers. I hate this because the Bears fuck me regularly. Um, I am going to go. If here's what the thing is. Six and a half points in a game that maybe has six and a half points scored seems like too much of a spread for me. So in and therefore I go with the Bears. Yeah, that's my exact thought process. Neither of these offenses can score, yet one is scheduled or one is six and a half point favorites. No, it's too much for me. I'll go with the Bears. All right, those are week nine picks. Do we have time for a couple calls? Sure. All right, these have been sitting in the queue. Let's let's get to some calls. There's obviously been a lot of calls about me and the Bengals, and these some of these are new, some of these are a little older. But there's two calls I want to get to. Um, that way, I can explain myself. So these are calls uh, directed towards me about my disdain for the Cincinnati Bengals. This is Drew. Uh, just want to talk about the Bengals and your obvious. Your obviously your obvious use me hatred. Um, it's funny that everything you're talking about about the Bengals is the exact same thing with the fucking Chargers, and yet you have season tickets with them. The only owner possibly worse in the NFL than the Bengals owner is the Chargers owner, who is so bad that his team literally has to move out of the city that they were in. They fucking never won anything ever. They just hired a coach who was a D coordinator for one year. He was, that's it. It's not like he's a, you're saying this proven track record of a coach. He was a linebacker's coach before he just got hired. So all, everything you're talking about, it, it's the team that you currently have the season tickets for. And you talk about Burrow, you know, you need to prove something. He's really, this is his first full year. 
they were the number five pick last year, and now it's like if they don't win a playoff game, it's an all or nothing. No, progression is what you want to see. Me as a Giants fan, since the boat trip, the worst record in the NFL is the New York Giants, worse than the Jaguars, worse than the Jets. The worst. Does that mean their owner's dog shit? They won two Super Bowls. Shit happens. I get it. The Bengals have sucked for so long. A lot of the NFL, if, hey, if Eli Manning didn't request a trade, the Giants would have fucking sucked for how much longer? Just give in. I get it. You don't have to root for them. The Bengals are fucking good. They're a good story, and they're progressing. That's all you want to see. Later. All right, dude, you're, you're coming at me with opinion. I'm just going to come back to you with facts because that's all I'm trying to do at this point. You're factually incorrect. You're just factually incorrect. The Bengals have zero playoff wins in the last 31 years. I had to look everything up. The Chargers have seven. Okay, so those aren't compared. Seven is greater than zero. In the last, I looked up every single team because I had to. Since Mike Brown took over the Bengals, they have the fewest amount of playoff wins. The Chargers with seven puts them at 20 out of 32 NFL teams. So they're not in the top. They're not in the middle, but they're also not the bottom 10. So there's seven playoff wins in the last 31 years, puts them towards the bottom, but not the worst. So I don't like that. They've been to a Super Bowl in the last 30 years. They've had three Hall of Fame players off the top of my head, with Danian Tomlinson, Phillip Rivers, Antonio Gates. They're all going to be in the Hall of Fame. The ownership is bad for the Chargers. It's not Cincinnati Bengals bad. It's just not. Dude, it's not. I would argue the one thing I understand that San Diego fans hate the Chargers because they left. But, and I also understand, and I've been critical of this uh, a million times, especially when we started talking about the politics and sports and all that stuff, because again, these billionaire owners refuse to pay for their own stadiums. But he essentially left San Diego because they didn't, they wouldn't vote to raise a fucking tourist tax that would, in essence, pay for new facilities. So now he comes and brings the team to a world class, state of the art, one of a kind facility in Los Angeles. They also have a pretty solid, uh, you know, uh, a training thing down. I think it's in Costa Mesa or something like that. So. You're talking about, and I and I understand they don't need an indoor facility because they are in Southern California and whatever. But the you know the argument of the Cincinnati Bengals won't give their players bottled water, and this guy's leaving because he doesn't want to play in fucking Qualcomm anymore. It's almost the complete opposite in terms of like, we deserve better. Now, I'm not going to say that that was handled in the right way because just fucking pay for a stadium then. Yeah. But I agree. Uh, you know, Cincinnati paid for the stadium. I'm assuming unless the brand, like, did they pay for the thing entirely? It was 100% funded by taxpayers. Right. 100%. Yeah. So well, like, like, used a, like almost 100%. Could, yeah. Could have used a little bit of that savings on water. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, you're talking about, but Brandon Staley, he, he is proven. I just looked it up. The Rams gave up the 17th most points. They ranked 17 out of 32 in points per game in 2019. He becomes a defensive coordinator. They jumped to one. 
dude, again, like you're coming at me with opinion. I'm coming at you with facts. I hate to say it. they went from 17 to one when he became the defensive coordinator. He's proven Zach Taylor was fired as the, as the offensive coordinator from the university of Cincinnati a few years ago. What the fuck are we talking about here? Like, Oh my God, you've tried, you've made him go full coward on us. Well, I mean, what are we talking about here? Zach Taylor was the quarterback's coach. How many times have he said this? Under Sean McVay. Brandon Staley got them to be the number one. Dude, there's no comparison. To, to think, dude, I don't like the Spanos family. I think they've done a lot of things wrong, but it's it's just factually incorrect. Now, if you want to bring up the Lions, cool, because there's no one worse run worse than the Lions. And Joe and I have seen through a Reddit thread, which pulled a clip from our show, Lions fans are absolutely out of their minds beaten into the like i mean again an, another ab- abused franchise what are we supposed to do what are we walking out on first of all like guys well now i've got to buy tickets just to walk out well i'm assuming like most fucking teams in the nfl 75 to 85 to 90 percent of the tickets are season ticket holders what you guys should do is who don't sell your tickets Use them that day that you already paid for and walk out. And it's like, what change? Oh, the owners know. Get rid of your ownership. The owners of the Lions have been the owners since 1964. You've been fucking terrible the whole time. The whole time. The whole this time. is what your problem. Your problem is the ownership. Oh, we should do. Maybe don't let those people make the decisions on who to hire next. Yeah get control away from your team. And, and, and that's the whole entire point of a walkout is, Hey, we're not going to come back anymore. Good luck fucking making money on fans. We're not coming. Yeah. Sell the team. Although with the new TV deals, it really doesn't even matter. That's what's so crazy about the situation with the NFL. Not a single fan could show up and they're still making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. But don't games get blacked out still and all that stuff don't we don't, still do that I, I think they got rid of that if zero fucking if five ten percent of the fans are there no i don't know i think they got rid of that okay let me get let me and then one more Bengals call again i think this was played after they beat the ravens but we'll see this message is for andy ruther ruther trying to do my brain impression there by the way Hold on, that that's his Prano. <laughs> that's his Prano. What do you think of that Prano? That's that's worse than Maddie, who made me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> All right, let's hear this call. Sir, I'm trying to help you here, man. I just want to give you a heads up. If you go to the Chargers Bengals game and root for the Chargers, that's fine. You've already made it clear you're a Chargers fan. <laughs> But then you stated on Tuesday show, Monday show, that you're also going to go to the Niner Bengals game. And you said you're going to cheer for the Niners, which you are in no way a fan of. I'm sure maybe you're neutral, but you've never stated that you're a Niners fan. If you do that, I'm saying that you're pretty much riding the Bengals off forever. Because if the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl this year, odds against them, I get it. But if for any reason they did, you can't root for them, or that's an all-time tough move. 
middle of the season, you're rooting against them for a team you don't even like. And then they go to the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden you come around and you, you root for them. That's literally the biggest cut can moment of all time. And you're setting yourself up for major roasting. And that's just a shame. And, and I like you, Andy, and I don't want to see that from you. So I'm thinking at this point, if you root for a team that you don't like against the Bengals, you're basically at the point of no return. I mean, you're going so far that, like, you can never come back. I just want to make sure you're okay with that. Because I just I don't think people can live that down, the ultimate cuck move. So I get it. If you're not going to root for them, that's fine. But if they get to the Super Bowl and you root for them, I think that's ultimate cuckness. Even next year, if you just come around, it's still like – I don't think there's any chance of you coming back to the Bengals. Thank you. Well, look, well, I, I've made it clear, and, I, and I'll stop the call. I haven't wavered since 2014, before Dirty Sports existed. I said I can always go back, or the possibility is there if the Brown family sells the team. That's all. That's been the caveat. That's been the caveat that myself and my brother Greg decided after seeing the meltdown against the chargers because we were there live that, that so, yeah it's not a matter of winning right like they win the super bowl you're not like i'm happy for the people of cincinnati it has nothing to do it has everything to do with the brown family now going roof for the 49 like you should that was that was, the, that, that was trolling that was me joking right. especially really since you root for the other three teams in the yeah division. well and i don't first of all and joe exaggerates guys so like th- there's no th- there's if my buddy comes in town and he's rooting for the Niners, I'm not going to be in Niners gear. That was me joking. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. I'm, I'm neutral for sure. I don't really care. I, I won't be in Bengals gear. I'll tell you that much. Right. I mean, but you are a Seahawks Rams fan. So it's like, I'm not a Seahawks Rams. Fan. I'm a diehard Russell Wilson fan. You're a diehard Aaron Rodgers fan. I'd say. Well, now I'm a diehard Jordan love fan. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Jordan Love train. I'm not I'm I'm not a I'm not a diehard Seahawks fan and I'm not a diehard Bucks fan. I love Tom Brady. I love Josh Allen now. Do I if I want to see the guy do well, am I suddenly a Bills fan? I don't know. Are you suddenly a Bills fan? I don't I like know the, how this works. I like watching Derrick Henry run. Doesn't mean I'm a Titans fan. Which is funny because in that game, I found myself rooting for the Titans. You know, but it doesn't mean I'm a Titans fan. I was just like, oh, I want to see kind of a good game and an upset. I mean, you have brainwashed these dirt balls that I like all these teams. The the Chargers decision was more of a financial decision or a testing of selling tickets. I mean, it's hard to figure out. Like, honestly, it's hard to figure out. Like, I'm pretty unbiased, though. But I but I feel like besides the Reds. You know, like, I don't think anybody questioned it. It's like, you know, if you could have your way, who do you want to win the Super Bowl every year? Like, if I could have my way, I want the Giants to win the Super Bowl every year. You know, I've said this on the show. You know, I started going to Rams games, and I've been to more Rams games than any team in the last five years. And you were rooting for them to lose to the Seahawks in the playoffs last year. <laughs> who said I, Who said that? Who said that? I, mean, I, I said that. You're just making assumptions. I root for the Rams every week. I root for the Chargers every week. You know, 
I root for a lot of different it's, teams. It's very LA of you for a guy who lives in Cincinnati. Hey man, I'm trying to be just unbiased here with the podcast. You know, I, I root for these teams. You know, now when Russell Wilson plays the Rams, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's like rooting between your two kids. It's like when Peyton had to play Eli. You know, who were the parents rooting for? Anyway, he, speaking of Peyton and Eli, this is a Peyton and Eli call. Yeah, let's go. What's up, guys? OG Dirtball. Condoms are for uh, Dirtball. Matt here. Wanted to make a quick comment on the Manning cast this past week. I was hoping you guys could discuss this. Prano's always talking shit on, on Brady for – you know, cheating and deflating balls and this and that. And, yes, of course, there are some cheating scandals with the Patriots. But I think that the Deflategate one really is kind of bullshit. And the fact that Peyton Manning was on national TV talking about how he was coming all over the balls practically so he could throw them. Uh, FYI, real quick, this is from last week's. Okay. When they were talking about with, – uh, did you see that part when Peyton was talking about what they, were, they would do to balls? Okay. Okay. I just yeah. want to verify. It wasn't on – the Giants Chiefs game. It was the week before. Right. Uh, come game day. I just thought that was ironic, interesting, whatever you whatever you uh, want to put at it, but just kind of bullshit that Brady gets fucked over for deflating some balls slightly, but everybody's doing different shit to the to the balls. So just a, a quick point. Uh, also, I thought he was awesome on the the, the Manning cast. Uh, looking forward to the show. Stay dirty. So if anybody who didn't see that, and I, and I watched, you know, I'm watching all these games. He was, Peyton and Eli, especially Peyton, was talking about, like, the stuff they would do to buffer balls up, to kind of doctor them up, break them in. And he went into some detail about it. I mean, we, like, I I feel like I've been highly uh, straightforward on the show that the entire issue is that, the Patriots never stopped cheating and that the, the biggest issue with the flake gate was this is like your fourth cheating scandal. And you guys are acting as if you're, you're being fucking mistreated for having people question your integrity and your sportsmanship. It's like, yeah, every, uh, baseball team has a guy who gets to second base and they fucking, you know, try to relay signs to the batter if the pitcher is not doing it. Now, if Jose Altuve gets to second base and is fucking waving hand signals, you're going to be like, these guys again with this shit? It's like the problem is it's the Patriots and it's Tom Brady. And also the other thing is it's Patriots fans. Everybody fucking cheats and Tom Brady, I'm going to take it to the Supreme court. It's like, Hey, uh, just fucking admit you did it. The, the problem is the Patriots, uh, team doesn't have the same attitude as the Patriots fans, which is everybody cheats. The Patriots team is like, no, we don't cheat. It's like, what are you talking about? You just Tom, had a guy. Tom Brady did, did destroy his phone, which is my favorite part. Yeah. 
look, I mean, everybody does do things. I, you know, I, I thought, I, I definitely thought Deflake was overblown. They also beat the Colts by 30 points that game. Like, you know, that was a blow. Like that was one of those games, like, I don't care what he does with the balls. And everybody, everybody takes liberties. I think we, we agree, you know, like, like in all sports to, to get a competitor's edge. I think that's a fair assessment. Then the Patriots also film your practices and send guys in fuck with fake placards to your sideline. Yeah. I I was going to say the the Patriots have been caught a lot. The Patriots seem to do more. That's also true. They're both true. 310-359-8365. That's the hotline. So, Drop we, a call. I mean, you know, the, the, the other thing with the, the, like, it's again, it's, I'm just going to reiterate because this guy is like, it's a history. It's like, if tomorrow, you know, let's say, let's just pick a random person. If tomorrow, you know, Josh Allen has to miss a game because he smoked weed, we'd be like, oh, Josh Allen smokes weed. Crazy. If fucking, you know, what's his name? Who's been fucking dinged 25 times for weed at this point. Does it? You're like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I would be shocked to find out that, you know, Eli Manning gets accused of sexual assault. I'd fucking I'd fall out of my chair. I'd be like, I'd be like, this person is lying. Ben Roethlisberger gets accused of it. I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, like what? I mean, why would he stop? He's not being punished for it. But I think his call, was, you know, it was he was I guess he's saying. I don't know. He was particularly talking about the Patriots. I think he was particularly talking about the deflate gate in the ball with Brady. Right. Defla- also, do we, we agree deflating a ball and, and like the, the weathering of balls. It's like, were they, were, was anything that they were talking about illegal? I don't know. By team, by, by league rules. You know, I know all about these guys, the, the way stuffing it up and yeah, yeah, like, like manhandling it, making it, you know, grippier or make your whatever. But like, what if, I don't know what if that's legal and what's not, are you allowed to, you're allowed to put mud on it. You're allowed to put whatever. Are you allowed, are you allowed to put stick them on it? It's a funny sketch. That's a funny sketch, by the way. That's yeah. Like the ball guy. He's like, I'm the ball guy, but taking air out of it is illegal, right? You have to make an active decision to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Tom Brady's a goddamn cheater. What are we still talking about here? We already know. 310-359-8365. That's the show. Follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at The Dirty Sports. Drop a review on Apple and leave those Twitter, Instagram handles that you have. And you get two free koozies. Joe is live. Go see him.
Come see me this weekend at the Dead Crow in Wilmington, North Carolina. Come see me Tuesday, Wednesday at the Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. And come to see me next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Key West Comedy Club or Comedy Key West or Comedy Club Key West. One of them. It's the only comedy club on Key West. All the shows are with Eddie Ift. Honestly, I love Eddie. It's Comedy love, Key West. I'm looking at your schedule right now. I love Eddie. It's great working with him. He's so fun. He's working on putting together a new special. I think he's shooting in January in Irvine. Um, so it's just really fun. I love traveling with Eddie. He's a great guy. He's a great comic. We have a lot of fun. Um, and it's the best, you know, opening for guys that you don't like is one thing. But when the guy you like is headlining, then the feature spot is the best thing ever because I don't have to it's Eddie's problem who's filling the room and all that. I just get to go out there and have fun for 20, 25, 30 minutes or whatever. So come join me. It's like it's like when I travel with Andy, like Eddie can drive. Eddie can do all the thing. I'm just going to have a few drinks, do 20 minutes of comedy and hang out with some dirt balls. So come and have a couple of Miller lights and watch some comedy. Yeah. And you know, you're going to some nice places, some nice warm weather places. That that's yeah. always comedy and warm weather can't be it. All right, that's our show, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great start to your week, weekend. I don't know where are we at. It's Thursday, I guess. Whatever. I'm lost. All right, dirt balls. Much love to everybody. And as always, stay dirty. <laughs>